Cube so good in it too. Just like his voice acting so good in it. All the voice acting was. Everyone is good, yeah. Great, and I I did completely forget Paul Rudd was in the film until the very end. Yo, Amanda said that when we saw it in the theaters, and I was so confused. I'm like, I feel like it's he's the only person. You're like, oh, that's because he's Mondo Gecko. Does he like, play in the movie? He oh, plays Mondo Gecko. No, he's oh. just one of the fucking mutants. Um, I've I've been meaning to bring this up on the podcast a few different times, and now I'm just gonna do it because I think if I remember, I'm gonna start asking. Mm-hmm guests this point forward this question unless they come on again then i obviously won't ask them again but i think the origin of this was me jen and mike were doing something and for some reason bruce springsteen came up do you know where i'm going with this mike uh like i halfway remember the conversation but so i don't know what it's going i forget why we were talking about bruce springsteen or whatever it might have been at the salem jazz festival or something maybe i don't know regardless I called him the jeans, like trying to refer to him as the boss, but I called him yeah. the jeans and it became a, a joke. So and was I was it, were like, you talking what? negatively about him? No, no, no. no. Was, I just called him the jeans. Okay. Like I knew he okay. had a nickname that was the something. And I was like, yeah, the jeans. Cause in my head, I just picture this guy in like a white t-shirt yeah. and jeans. Cover, cover of what's it called? His album. Brandon was so, picturing the cover of George Michael's album. Born to run. Yeah, so, right. yeah, exactly. So that and then now I just call him the jeans jokingly in my head. I never talk about Bruce Springsteen, so I just there's no reason to. But there have been a few times where it's come up where I've had to say like his name is clearly the thing, and I'm like, oh, the jeans. So now I want to pose the question to you, three, because I think that a certain way about this. If you had the ability for your nickname your known persona to be the boss or the jeans with no one else having those nicknames. So like Bruce Springsteen does not have this nickname. So like, would you want to be called the boss or the jeans? I don't think anyone would be, want to be called the jeans. Yeah, I think why would you want to be called the, jeans? the jeans is because still like very peculiar because if someone, if your nickname is the boss, I feel like people can just assume something about you or like, Assume what that nickname means. But yeah. the jeans is like mysterious. It's like the not. Je- no. The jeans is like, why the fuck is this guy the jeans? You know what I mean? Like, no, because good. people are going to assume that you're the jeans because you wear jeans. So now you're pigeonholed into wearing jeans. And if you don't wear the jeans, then you don't deliver. People are just like, so why is he called the jeans? That's fucking Or your name is Gene and you refer to yourself in plural form. You know, that's well, a, why is he yeah. called the boss? He's the boss. He's I don't know. Boss. Hey, he's the boss, man. That's it. Fucking dumb. Anyways, he's the welcome goat. everyone to the past. Why isn't he called the goat? I legit thought you were gonna shit on him because like my like bucket list concert is to see Bruce and I still haven't seen him yet. And it's like fucking you couldn't even name out. a Bruce Springsteen song for you right now if you asked Stop him. Stop it, really? Oof. So Amanda- now I'm confused because he brought up the Bruce Springsteen thing. He has to mm-hmm. pick a movie and he brought up twenty nineteen films. Okay, so you're not you're not going to pick the film that is based on the kid that loves Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I might change my pick now. What is this movie called? <laughs> it's called Blinded by the Light. <laughs> is that a Bruce Spring Bruce Springsteen song? Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen yeah. is a better nickname. It's a. It's I'm assuming an, he plays guitar. It's an right? official The Jeans song. Official <laughs> The Jeans song. Uh, no, I'm not going to pick that movie. Anyways, it looks well, that Beatles one. 
Beatles movie is not. It could have been better if Ed Sheeran was not there. Oh, he's in it. Yikes! He's been in it for a lot of movie. Welcome Ooh. everyone. I need to the past all the actors and like celebrities that Todd doesn't like. I already have one for Jen. I need one for Todd now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. That was an old episode of the show. That, that episode is still up. I should probably take that episode down, but it's up there yeah. somewhere. Uh, welcome everyone to the Past Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests. Sometimes we talk about the genes too much. Either way. We have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Saturday evening is the anime senpai himself, the fucking One Piece captain, Michael Dazir. Mike, how are you doing? Yeah, you know. Have you started watching the live action? I have one episode left. Welcome, everyone, to Mike's Animate. Mike, how's how's the live action? You're a One Piece guy, right? You you like One Piece. I do. So how... how Huh? I said I, I, I saw it. a lot of fans drooling over a uh, buggy. Buggy? People, they're fucking thirsty for buggy. Yeah. That's uh, a clown buggy, dude, right? Like, huh? Is that the yeah, clown? clown dude. Yeah. The clown dude. And it's funny, like, I, Dom, I know you didn't watch... Um, I forget what you fell off on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but he was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that actor. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, we still don't know when I fell off, so... Yeah, he was only in, like, the last like two or three scenes i think um but yeah you know i'm i'm enjoying it they're they're doing their best i mean they they've thrown a lot of money at this for sure but mm-hmm. you know there's still some constraints that you have to make some concessions and this that, and the other to kind of make it work and it's for the most part they have you know they're getting basic plot beats across they're changing some things around and they're taking efforts to recreate iconic moments yeah. I started watching the, the anime, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's just too overwhelming to watch through all that shit. Um, oh, is, this yeah. cover, is this covering like a whole chunk or is it kind of like taking it slow like the anime? Do you know? Or is it's, it like skipping I mean, like a lot of stuff? It's skipping a lot. It's it's doing a lot of things a lot more. Yeah, a lot more quickly. Things are being rearranged. Uh. And yeah, the the anime itself, the anime itself is pretty slow. And then, you know, there's a lot of filler and stuff that happens. What was the question again? I don't know. You're the anime guy. I'm asking how you're feeling about it. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm gonna finish up the last episode pretty soon, and then, you know, twiddle my thumbs, wait for the strike to be over, see if they do a season two. Yo, we're not getting shit to like 2025 at didn't this they point. Already, didn't they already? announced that second season is like good to go as soon as the strike is over yeah they did but they have it written and ready to go but it has not been greenlit for a season two so the strike has the end then they have to say all right this did good let's do a season two and then they can get the ball rolling as far as everyone's concerned it's done well enough that they'd be crazy not to renew it but you know netflix netflix does some wacky things Yo, listen, hot, hot, hot take right here. Um, I mean, I never watched what's the fucking other one they did that everyone hated with uh, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I really enjoyed that, and like, I never watched the fucking cartoon. So I'm mean, anime. I, mean, I, like, I think the pro- maybe part of the problem with that is that I mean, I think some people would argue that Cowboy Bebop is the best anime. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, good. I think Todd should probably check it out just to see how he feels about it. I haven't yeah. watched the live action show, and I think it's 
a weird case of the the anime the anime was quote unquote grounded enough that really it should have been easy to do a live action adaptation but for some reason maybe because it was so grounded it was easier to fuck it up whereas one piece is so wacky that for them to tone it down and essentially change it you can kind of take it better as an adaptation if that makes sense like just the fact that it has to be so different that you can look at it and be like okay this is its own thing but i get what it's going for whereas um uh cowboy bebop is more like okay it's an uncanny uncanny valley where it's like this should be this but it's it's wrong in some way that just makes it off-putting again i don't know because i did not watch the live action yet i should get around to it gotcha gotcha also joining us today, of course, is the fucking Star Starfield guy, Todd Gary, big Starfield guy. Todd, how are you doing today? Big, big guy, big Starfield guy. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Okay. Ironic sound, of course, is the Disney daddy himself, Dominic Forty Dom. How are you doing? Doing well. Love to hear it. Uh, if you're, I don't know, unaware, tonight, of course, is the PTC Movie Club uh, late to the program here. A PTC Movie Club for August. Uh, so apologize in advance for our schedules getting a little wacky and having to push this forward a week. But we are here now to talk about Mike's pick for August, La La Land. I will also reveal my September pick at the end of the episode. So you can stay tuned for that. But before we get into it, uh, obviously, if you haven't watched La La Land or you don't want us to spoil anything about La La Land for you for whatever reason, you can take this moment to back out of this episode before we start talking about La La Land. Um, before we do, a couple of quick housekeeping things. This episode, of course, is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area or the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday evening, you want yourself something hot, sweet, tasty, fresh out of the oven, you can, of course, head on down to One Washington Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. Or if you're like me and you want it delivered straight to your door, head over to goodnightfatty.com and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. Uh, a couple other quick housekeeping things. Uh, I was a guest today on the Acts of the Blood God podcast, which will be available, I believe, on Monday. So you can look for that on your podcast feed of choice. Uh, definitely check that out. Uh, it's a show that I listen to all the time. It's hosted by three wonderful people, um, one of whom is a friend of the show and has been on the show. Well, they're all friends of the show, but one of who has been on the show before, Eric Van Allen. Uh, but great, great episode. They had me on. Uh, for their Sea of Stars conversation, uh, among other things. It was a great time. Definitely check that out. Check them out when you get the chance. Um, sea of Stars. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's where we'll we'll wrap uh, housekeeping up for now. We'll get some more things coming later this week, but that's not for now. That's for then. So, La La Land, as we do with each movie episode, what are we uh what are we thinking here? Mike, it's your pick. Did anyone look up did anyone look up any of the box officer scores? No. Okay. I did not. Okay, okay. Mike, what are we thinking on on the old Roddy Tommy? What um are we thinking for a tomato meter. I think they paid out the ass to get those big ass numbers. I okay. think they were throwing out Boku bucks. I'm going uh let's say 90 91 96 okay 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 Dom what about you what are you thinking what are you thinking 
I'm not letting Dom split the diff here. I'm gonna go. (laughs) Dom, you're a fucking piece of shit. Bob Barker did not die for you to do this. I'm gonna be a gentleman. I'll let Todd go first. (laughs) I'm just glad I get to fucking... I'm gonna go 93... 95. Okay, okay, okay. Todd, what about you? What did what did Mike say for his first one? 91, 96, 93, 95. I'll go 94. You can pick the same numbers. You know, like it's true. 90, <laughs> 94, 85. Mike with the bullseye on the Ooh. tomato meter, 91. Uh, but a little bit off, the highest off actually on the on the audience score. Audience. audience is an eighty-one, so that goes to Toddy Todd. Yo, let's go. Critic consensus: La La Land breathes new life into a bygone genre with thrillingly assured direction, powerful performances, and an irresistible excess of heart. We'll see if we all agree with that when we get into it. Uh, then we're gonna hop on over to the old box office mojo. And see what we got here. We have with a budget of thirty mil. That is Mike, it, Mike. What do you think? Whoa. What do you think? What do you think? Did you think that this movie had a lot going on in it? Yeah, I mean, no, but yes, and like I just, I think production design and setting, and the setting, and fucking the cinematography and everything, and the musical numbers. I don't know. I feel like I would have expected it to be higher. Maybe I'm, I don't. Know. Oh, what? Because well, choreography comes cheap. They just paid some guy that said, "Hey, listen, just teach him how to dance," and he said, "All right." Yeah. Yeah, what I think we, some guy is Mandy Moore, by the way. Really? I have to double check that, but yes. That's impressive. I didn't know that's what she did. What are we thinking? Uh, what? Oh, for, for 30 mil. Budget, how much do I think it made? Uh, 120. Okay. Oh, so it is a different Mandy Moore. It is Mandy oh, Moore. Just, it is Mandy Moore. Just, just, I saw, I saw the name Mandy Moore pop up. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I never bothered to look into it. It is a American choreographer, Mandy Moore. Okay. How unfortunate! Not even unfortunate. Yeah, I, I feel like, like Mandy Moore was. I'm Mandy Moore. Moore. I'm famous, but I'm just not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. And while I said, Mike said one twenty. What was the? Uh, oh yeah, okay. thirty mil. Thirty, yeah. Uh, Honestly, I keep thinking maybe my one twenty is too low, but I'm gonna stick with it. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking two hundred. I'm gonna go two hundred. Okay. I feel like oh, a lot of people I'm, like. Uh, I'm gonna go two sixty. A, a gradual incline goes to the highest one. It had wow. a cool 447 mil wow. at the worldwide box office, which I do feel like is high, to be honest, for this type of film. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it got re-released for the Oscars and maybe that gave it a bump. I think it has also just good star power. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I mean, it, it does have star power, and I don't know at the time did the John Legend song was that like a radio hit or anything? Like did that song like break out of the movie? I didn't know John Legend was in this movie until he popped ne- on the screen. So. Neither did I. He popped up. I was like, is John Legend the bad guy in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I they kind of do similar. paint him as... I very similar. I mean, it kind they, of is. <laughs> they, they, yeah. I mean, listen, this movie definitely... I, I had think, a weird. I had a weird thought just hit a, me with on, on John Legend being the bad guy. At, at some point in the middle of the film, I guess this is getting into, like, 
kind of like getting into plot, but Let's just at some point in the middle of the film, I was like, Ryan Gosling is a very white man, and he is mm-hmm. he is like he loves jazz to a like very African American like rooted uh, music style, I... and yeah. like he was like the the hero of the story, and I was like, this is very odd. Yeah. I think that was a common complaint about this film. I've, yeah. I've had people okay. tell me like they hate that film specifically because of that. I yeah. mean, it's. It's it's all for like him being into jazz and whatever. Like, I mean, whatever. But I, it was just like it, at one point in the middle, like he was like the only white guy in the entire. Like it was him and Emma Stone dancing very weirdly. It, it's like it's like forty eight minutes until the first black actor shows up, or at least black jazz musician shows up. I want to say forty eight minutes because I paused the movie. That long? I paused the movie. I looked at the time and I was like, you know. For a plot that's sort of save jazz music, 48 minutes is a long time. I think... Well, the problem he, is that there was no jazz music because okay, Ryan Gosling had to save them. Really, yeah. He had to go yeah, save yeah, them. Yeah. Once he got to save them, then they uh, could start showing up. Like, well, my other problem is they kept playing City of Stars, which isn't a jazz song. <laughs> <laughs> they play that song a lot in this movie. Like, a fucking lot. Like, to the point where every time it played, I would just look at Jen and I would be like, Again? Like, it's catchy, you know, it's a nice piano, you know, chord or whatever, but, like, it, it's just, they play it a lot. The movie, the no, movie that, relies heavily on that fucking song. Well, no, that's what I was saying, though, because it's, like, the background of going into, like, every song is that, like, piano. So, like, it's, like, a steady throughout but every song. I don't think it's the song. same piano it, note. It's, it's, they, it's, it, 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 they incorporate it into, like, every single thing in that movie. It's, like, they literally a possible. They have a the, theme because I listened the to the album after. The theme that's not yes. City of Stars. That's not City of Stars. Yeah, it's, uh, what's it's it the called? song yeah, that he plays at the end and the beginning. Yes, well, yeah. I mean th- that. Okay, first of all, I, I have a lot, I have a lot to say about this movie. But Mike, it's your pick. Mm-hmm. How? How? Everyone has seen this, but Todd before, right? The three of us are. We're, this was our first time seeing it. Did yeah, you say you that right? That, I said it backwards. backwards. I said yeah. it backwards. Ta- well, I know Todd has seen it before. Okay. But it's your pick. What do you how how are you feeling about this overall? I don't know. I liked it. Okay. Okay. That's all you got. That's all I got. <laughs> you know, we, we did a year of musicals and they were And you thought you know more. Like was aching for they, another one. I was aching for another one. I was like, all right. I, this I was let, the best I let one, Dom I like. pick like what? eight musicals or something i don't know what the hell happened that year i was, I was like okay now it's time for me to take a swing at it and i'm okay with my pick i'm happy i saw it like this is one of those things that like obviously a you know it was award season it had a lot or award whatever it had a lot of awards uh or at least nominations i didn't look to see how many it actually won but i feel like it won a lot it just didn't win best picture and there was that whole fiasco um well but it, it did, they, for, it did briefly win for best. Well, game. yeah, they said it was for loud. <laughs> you can call it that. There's, there's an asterisk there. Um, so, like, you know, the the there was the. I mean, for what Dom just brought up, that like, and, and Mike also brought up, like, it's a movie about you know saving jazz music, but it's like around white people. Um, but also, just I I think that. The but is it about a, saving jazz music though? Because I like, no, actually, actually think it's a love story. Music. Yeah, I mean, it's a love story being told through the the tale of like, in in his eyes, he's saving jazz music, which I don't dislike I feel, the I, idea I of trying to. Like, 
chasing dreams and like what you do yeah, to chase no, dreams. 100%, blood, like, but again, like they could have done with, that without it being save jazz music. It could have literally been anything else. That, that's, I think that's people's issue is that like what Dom said, jazz music wait, is so like, do, do people hate whiplash? African American, huh? Do people hate whiplash for the same reasons? Uh, I, I didn't hear the discourse about them hating La La Land for the music. I didn't either. This is the I first time ever hearing of it. I didn't hear anything about. I'm just curious if, because like Whiplash is all white people too, you know, like everyone. It's like jazz music. Is about, yeah, isn't Whiplash about, about like a drum? Yeah, yeah. yeah. same, same, dire- yeah. same director too. Same director. Yeah. Oh, same director. Okay, then that yes. that answers my question. I'm like, why was J.K. Simmons here? Okay, so yes, I also yeah. have I also have a J.K. Simmons thought, but I need to save it for later because we haven't gotten <laughs> to the other actor that I want to bring up. Um, my overarching thought on this film was I think I liked the film. I think the story was the weakest part of this movie. The, yes. The, the music was great. The choreography was great. Cinematography was great. Their use of color, like the set pieces were all really good. I just like, I could not get into the story. Like it was like, I don't know. It was like, I don't know. I, I just it, like, it was it like was a, very a garbage love story. At times. Yeah. It was very also unbelievable at sometimes to me, like certain parts of it, like, I, like I just think traffic and it turning into a musical. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that happened right in there. Boston once and people started stabbing each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, I to, to like roll it back real quick. Like I, I'm happy that I see, got to finally watch this movie. Cause again, it, it's like a, a very, it, in certain points, it's like a divisive movie for different reasons. Obviously like there's a bunch of different reasons why. Uh, and I'm sure some of that conversation is also inflamed by the Oscar, you know, fiasco with them not award, awarding the movie best picture, but it didn't actually like, you know, it just it created more of a dialogue about this film. Um, I love music. I'm a big music fan, like every genre except for fucking country music. But I mean, that, and that's just me saying like modern country music. I don't listen to old country music. Old country music is probably better, but you know, yeah, whatever. but some of those border cafe songs rip. Like an old school. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I'm I'm sure that like people, if I say I don't like country music, people, what about Bonnie Reid or I don't know. No, whatever. I'm with like, I'm with you on the new country music. It's I just don't like country track. music or like pop country, EDM or whatever. Fucking like dance music, like modern fucking whatever. Anyways, I like music and I appreciate stories that like weave music into the narrative in some way. But I, yeah, I I think I would agree. I think like oh, the acting was good. The set pieces were great. I think the movie surprise a little too long and i think it's only because the movie was i thought the story was kind of whatever like the best part of the movie for me was the end of that movie the last like 15 minutes was like the best part of that movie like when he when they walk into the jazz club and like like who walks into the jazz club well the guy from fucking the wonders (laughs) thank you fucking the jeans so now we got so we got the drummer from The Wonders there, a, a film where he is a dr- a drummer for a band that is like, it, it's a very like a similar story. Mm-hmm. We also have J.K. Simmons who is the teacher from the drum teacher from Whiplash. I just thought that was weird that like they just kept like throwing other like music John mm-hmm. like centered actors in. Yeah, John Legend. I mean, just a musician. Yeah, he's just a musician. So, like, he was, uh, in, Damien, was he in another movie? I think he Not is in another movie, yeah. Damien Chazelle is, like, 
clearly obsessed with jazz music and Hollywood because every fucking movie, minus First Man, but like he did Babylon too, the most recent movie. And like everyone talks about the music montage at the end of that movie, which I still haven't seen yeah. that movie yet. But the guy's clearly obsessed with those two well, things. So like my thing is that and part of the reason why I like the end of the movie so much is like, A, I like I like that this movie doesn't end with the, with the two of them together, even though, I, you know, I think they're so, like I think they are supposed to, quote unquote, like, you know, they're they're maybe soulmates or whatever. But I think that I appreciated the ending of them not ending up together. I also just liked like, yeah, for for how they're wrapping the story up of like, let's quickly go through their the story you just watched in a quick musical fashion reversed with, you know, they're together still. I just thought there was a lot of cool, interesting parts of that that I wish the movie itself had more of, like, because it's a musical. Like, I just, I feel like they could have maybe weaved some of those other certain things. Like, there's that part where they go to the fucking place where that movie they go see at the Rialto, and... They start like dancing in the fucking sky. I'm like, this is what are we doing right now? But at the end, when they're dancing in that room, that's like all black with just lights. And it looks like they're dancing on water and it's just fucking practical room effects. I just wish the movie had more shit like that. Cause that, that like that scene was super striking. I like, just like when they were in a more, like they walk out of the tunnel and they're in, like, it looks like they're on a painting. Like, it's just so, I love the set design. The actors were there on the screen with them and they're all frozen. Like, it's just, I don't know, like little stuff like that, I think could have worked really well in the movie and not just at the end. Um, anyways, I jumped to the end spoilers. Way to go. Uh, I think this movie has like iconic, iconic scenes though, that like the fucking dance when they buy the pole outside, like that is like, I like this sunset, like the two different, like Uh, he first sings city of stars the first time on the dock by himself. Like that's, it, it is like, like I agree lighting visuals like they they had a vision for some of these scenes and i think they mostly fucking nail it i just kind of wish some of that like little more i don't know stage looking scenario worked its way in like in in meaningful ways i didn't want the whole movie to be that way but i i think they could have done that more and i was like i wish they fucking like kind of filtered that in a little bit oh you brought up the the them dancing by the pole yeah, there was there was a few scenes like that where it was like yeah. going back to the thing that you had read, Brennan, about how they said like it's it's reminiscent of a genre like gone by. Mm-hmm. We get musicals like pretty frequently, like like not all the time, but like I feel like once a year there's like a big musical that comes out. Yeah. Once every couple of years there's a big musical, but this one felt much more like old Hollywood musicals. Yes. Like, yes yeah. And he's obsessed uh, with old Hollywood. That's like yeah. his fucking, him and Jet and Jazz. That, that pole scene, like very, like harkened like back to like, like uh singing in the rain, like, yeah, that's like exactly, that yeah. style yeah. musical. Like, yeah. And, and, and that was another scene I did really the appreciate. Scene, the scene inside the museum was pretty similar. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I w- was going to ring that up at some point. Like I don't have a personal, like, uh, like, I, I've, I've like seen scenes from movies like that, but I've never, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched one of those old movies, but like immediately, especially like you said, yeah, like Mary Poppins. I don't even know if I've ever seen Mary Poppins, the whole thing, or at least not, I've definitely watched when I was a kid. I don't know about it as an adult. I was trying to think of another musical that has like yeah. a dance number like that. Kind of. and, and it's not just that. It's like one of those things where it's like, it's kind of worked in, in like they're having a conversation. It's like a lot of tap dancing 
and it's actually the actors doing it. And I read a little bit more, at least about Ryan Gosling, like in me and Tal were talking about it before the podcast, but I was reading more about it just a little while ago um, after we talked about it. Cause I was like, Oh, I meant to look this up and he confirmed it that like Ryan Gosling learned to play the fucking piano to play these songs in the movie, which I think is just like really fucking next level really? cool shit. Like yeah, that's just it, like yeah. dedication. It, it, it came across on screen too. You could tell yeah, that exactly. He, he, yes. You could tell he knew what he was doing. I yeah. mean, he probably wasn't playing all of the songs, but yeah. so he knew what he was doing. So according to this, it says that in pre-production, the composer or who, I think whoever wrote the music played like all of the music is them, but leading up to filming, Ryan Gosling did like intensive, I think on his own, he wasn't like, they didn't make him do that. He was yeah. just like, no, I want to be able to do this on the, on set. So he like taught him, well, didn't teach himself, but he like did intensive training to be able to play the songs. I'm sure that's, I'm sure he's playing it like in yeah, the scene, playing, but he's not actually not playing it on the audio. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was good. I mean, and I'm not like, I'm not like, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of indifferent on Emma Stone. I don't, I'm not like a big Emma Stone fan. This I movie guess, made me whatever. like her. She's I never a good really movie. Her. She's a really good movie. Yeah. I thought they were both really good. Yeah, I they're, think they're they're chemistry, fantastic. I think they have amazing chemistry in the movie too. Yeah. I thought like that it was like very believable them yeah. like their whole interactions and everything and even though it's like fantasy but you know like a lot of the yeah. scenes but yeah. My my thing is like I think what I like most about the movie is again like that ending segment and how the story ends itself is like the the, mo- the movie for better or worse like remove the jazz thing even though that is a big part of the thing. It's like two people chasing their dream. One of them is like working through trying to do that. Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling. I don't know what he's doing, trying to get to his dream. Cause he's like before meeting Emma Stone, not it's, it's selling out. like, he, yeah, it's just like, I, I don't know exactly what he's got going on. Um, did, did they ever make clear? He said he got ripped off at the beginning of the movie when his sister's there. Uh, yeah, it sounds like they were trying, I assume that he tried to open up the jazz bar before okay. and whoever he, he did business with, like you know. screwed him over. Yeah. Okay. All right. That, I wasn't sure if it was that or if it had something to do with like, cause it seemed like he had a lot of jazz memorabilia. So I was like, I don't know if he got ripped off in that way or something. Yeah. I, he kept referring to getting Shanghai too, yes. but that, but that like, that just means that you like got tricked into working for somebody but that so that, was it john legend that ripped him off like that that's the part that i probably like, didn't like him yeah. yeah that's what I, like i was trying to make a, a connection like there was only one character in the movie that he like really had disdain for and i don't know why john Lennon. well he, he also did have disdain for the samba and tapas place part of that was because they took over the old just, jazz club yeah, yeah yeah exactly but i wonder if like maybe they were business partners and yeah. they were going to open a jazz club and then they were like it's not going to be profitable we're going to do this I don't know um, why John Legend pisses me off. I just don't know why, but he pisses me <laughs> off. <laughs> he has like, 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 he's gonna. I don't know what it is about him, and I, I can't place it. And I love his first album. It's like yeah, his first album, fucking really amazing people, album. Ordinary people. No, what before happens? that, it's uh, get high, it's higher or something like that. Let's, let's, let's get, get higher. Let's oh, get, let's get lifted. Let's yeah, lifted. yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, great ordinary album. people is a song on that album, is it not? Yes. It's on the second okay. album, I believe. Yeah. No, I think the first one was like his his like I think hit for that like the big yeah. hit for that album. That album was good though. I like that album. I think Kanye fucking produced a lot of that album too. It's probably why it was so good. Yeah. Um, 
fucking uh, yeah, but he just bothers me. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. He's just like he was fine. He's in the too. Movie. He's yeah, fine for not being an actor. I, like he was fine for being the, for being the villain in a movie about saving jazz. Yeah, I feel like I mean, he, he wasn't even like he was the villain. Life. He was just he was just a guy. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the real villain is just society. I don't know. Yeah, like I, I I like the premise. The, the like. I think it's because again, I really think this is at its core actually just a love story and about two people like chasing their dreams. It's not about necessarily saving jazz and it's not necessarily about following. I don't know, but I like that. So there was one thing that I noticed and like, I don't know if and when or ever, if I'll watch this movie another time, but I wanted to, after noticing at the end of the movie, I kind of wanted to go through and see if this happens at other points. One of his biggest things about when he's teaching or teaching when he's like explaining why he loves jazz to her, which I loved that conversation. That was like one of the best conversations in the movie. They go to the jazz club. It's the first time jazz is like being played by jazz musicians on the screen. Uh, they, he's like explaining why he loves jazz and how it's like, you know, this push and pull like, like great conversation about jazz. Um, and her reaction to jazz initially is like, oh, you know, it's elevator music, it's background music, it's I go to a party and it's a playlist or, you know, all this stuff, and it's just people are talking over it. And that's like one of his big points of contention is like, you need to go and experience it. It's like not not just background noise for you to put on or whatever. And I meant, because I didn't notice it until towards the end of the movie, and I, I'm curious if it happens at other points. But when he surprise when he's on tour for a while, surprises her at home, has dinner cooked, and they get into that argument. The whole time that they're arguing, jazz music is playing, and like, they have a record on. And then, like when he snaps and the conversation stops, the music stops. And I'm like, hmm, it's weird that like something that that he's always loved and something that she grew to love through him was like turned into this thing that he didn't like, which was like this background noise and then I don't know and like it like highlighted a, a volatile moment which I feel like was probably part of the scene construction or at least that's which how is, I it's, it. it's probably I, it's, it. I think it's why they accepted that they just weren't meant to be together you know like like that I feel like that scene was like the beginning of like realizing you know because you know what I'm saying I don't even think it was necessarily that they're not meant to be together because I, I again like I don't think either one of them gets to where they initially eventually want to be without the other. But again, like it's you, they both got to where they wanted to be. Seemingly he had a jazz club at the end. She would had acting roles. She was an actress, seemingly well-known. Uh, they both got to do what they love because of each other, but not with each other. And I just think that's like a, I like that sort of like plot thread. Yeah. I don't know. But did he get to where he was because of her? Because fucking she told yes. him to go join that shitty band. And that shitty band. He didn't have the money to do it otherwise. He wouldn't <laughs> have been she, able to open the club. And honestly, do you think her her husband from the Wonders would have gone to a place that was called, what was it called? Chicken Chicken in a stool? His, Chicken on a stick. His name is Guy, by the way. There you go. You think Guy would go into in, Chicken in on a stick? His name is Guy. Uh... I don't know. In the in the fucking montage timeline, didn't happen in he France. It's called has, yeah. yes. I mean, I didn't look. But those are the French. Just, I'm assuming that's what it, the sign said. Yeah. Okay, that's the French. The French are weird. 
They'll do that shit. We don't we don't do that in America. They didn't even uh, know the name of the club until they got inside the club. So. Which is legit jazz <laughs> so club. Like under, so un, underground jazz club. Chicken on the stick. Exactly. That's that would have turned around. People, people wouldn't be going around saying like, oh, let's check out Chicken on a Stick. Like, clearly that place was packed. They were doing good business. And that's why they could walk around and be like, oh, do you hear that music? Let's go inside. Let's see. It seems like it's bumping. If I it's called know. Chicken on a Stick, I, I it, think, wouldn't, it would never accrue I that think, kind of business. I think it would have worked because it was it was like a reference to uh, a jazz musician, Bird. Uh, Something. But I keep I hear chicken on stick. I think this is just like a like I want to get Mike, some fried chicken. Mike, if you hear Sebs, you're not going to fucking Sebs either because you're gonna say I'm going what's... to Sebs. I'm gonna have my little Mike. my little fedora. I'm gonna have it tilted Mike. down. Like let's go if to Sebs. Say, let's, let's go to Sebs, and you say what the fuck is Sebs? And I'm gonna say it's a jazz club. You're gonna say no. So no, I'm gonna say matter. oh, let me get my let me get my cigars. Let's you know. I think go. chicken on a stick could have worked simply because when they got downstairs into the jazz club. It was a clearly also like a very uh, uh, like paying homage because it had like the stool there. Like it, it clearly had stuff on the walls of like paying respect to jazz musicians. So I feel like people would be like, oh, why is it called chicken on a stick? And then, you know, explanation. It's like, oh, shit, this place is fucking legit. But I also agree with Dom. The sign's already down there. So you're in. You're already in. You're not going because it's called chicken on a stick. You're going because you hear jazz music and you want to fucking check it out. Nice I think the music yeah. note as an apostrophe was a great touch. <laughs> when, Amazing idea. When, when he shows her that and he goes, oh, that's really cool. Or like whatever his like stupid yeah. reaction to it is like, I, th- this character is what helped us get Ken, by the way, in the Barbie movie, because there's a lot of similarities with how this character exists in this movie. To, a lot of Kenergy there? A yeah, Kenergy? a lot of Kenergy. Like, yeah. absolutely. You know what I liked in this movie too is like when he was really getting into the piano and they show that shine the light on him because like Soul did this too and there's a scene in the movie Soul the the Pixar movie where and it's like my favorite scene in that movie where he just starts getting into the piano and it's like so hyper focused in on him playing um, and I feel like both of those movies did like a really good job with that. Another another weird one. Who did the uh, soundtrack to Soul? Uh, I think uh, Trent Reznor. Anymore? Right? Uh, yeah, terrible. no, Trent Reznor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I will say that was some of my favorite like things in the movie is when it would either when she was acting or he was playing piano and it would like from within the scene like slowly start to dim and light like the lighting changes and it's like they're in this thing but it's like putting them somewhere else because of the lighting I that shit like fucking very good. Most yeah, it was really good at the nightclub especially because like. It like you watched like the background fade out, then you watched the people fade out, and then it was literally just her. And yeah. it was like, all right, like she is alone in the room with him now. Like this, yes. like yeah. we're about to see like just what's in her head. Like, yeah. And that's when they did like the what if I had ended up with him? Like, yeah. And that's what I love too, because it's like it's not, it's not even like like maybe he's also having the same thought in that moment. But it's it is like this is her picturing what it would be like if it was the other way around or whatever, and and she's like, fine with the way she is. That, yeah, that was yeah. that like that was the good like that was my bet like that was my takeaway from it. Like she saw what life would be like with him, with him. Like she would yeah. have ended up happy, but like she is like comfortable with where they yeah. are both at, and they both are because like again, yeah. it, like it ends with them both acknowledging like. 
with a smile. I like to think that they come back to the club after. You know what I mean? Like I, I like to think that that's not the last time she steps in that club. Um, I the movie ended, so I stopped paying attention to what the characters would do. I don't like. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like thinking about them. I don't write fan fiction for what happens after the film. <laughs> um, I I also like again. I wasn't. I was like, fully expecting him, especially because the movie played it seventy fucking times. I was fully expecting him to play Sea of Stars, City of Stars, on the piano, and for them to have like a thing again, like a like a singing number. And when it went to that like original the first time they met thing he was playing in that restaurant um also not know, it was very good i'm glad it was that way though like i like i'm glad this, it doesn't go like your typical happy ending route it's yeah fucking, like yeah I, that's what made me enjoy the movie I, I think if it went a different way i wouldn't have fucking liked this movie as much as i do yeah I also this, this, this is like the movie that got me to like fucking this is the first musical I've actually liked besides I, thought, fucking, I really thought it was gonna Tom was gonna say the first movie that got me to like jazz <laughs> no no jazz no, um, no. Yeah. Um, liking jazz after a B movie yeah yeah when when uh when they do the like what what if timeline at the end and J.K. Simmons stops them. And then he just starts like he does like a quick little like hand flick and like dance. I'm like, this is this movie's off the fucking rails now. It's like so oh, good. Never mind, you guys, you guys, you kids go have fun. So good. Um, so she won an Oscar for this, and the director won Best Director, I believe, right? I and no I didn't look it up. And and Josh Hurwitz was like the music guy. He won for music, I believe, as well. Just, I think it took Justin three Hurwitz. Oscars. Let me see. Just we got. Wow, two two ninety five nominations, two forty wins, one six Oscars. Let's pull up the Oscars here. Sometimes IMDb like takes forever to fucking load for some reason. Looking shit up right now. Check. Let's see. It was nominated for best picture. Uh, nominated for best performance. Uh, for leading actor, who won that? Oh, it was uh. No, it's best picture. Uh, actor Casey A- Casey Affleck won for Manchester by the Sea. It was Casey Affleck, Denzel for Fences, Vigo for Captain Fantastic. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Who uh, picked that movie? Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge and Ryan Gosling for La La Land. Uh, let's see. It was it won best performance for Emma Stone. It won best directing by Damien Chazelle. Uh, it won. Uh, nominated for best original screenplay, it won best achievement in cinematography. Good nominee time. for film editing, nominee for costume editing, winner for music, and then nominee for sound mixing, sound editing, and music written. Won. I'm so confused. It was nominated for best achievement in music written for motion pictures. Oh, for different songs. Oh, so it, was, it had multiple songs nominated. I was like, it's the same fucking category. So it was nominated for multiple songs and won for City of Stars. Uh, and then also won for production design. So yeah, people people really love this movie. Well, no, people. Well, I mean, eighty one still a good score. Yeah, but yeah. it's not. It's not. Critically, it was received higher, and obviously at the Oscars and other award shows, it, it did did very well. Um, I don't know anything else we want to talk about with 
with this movie? Uh, the only thing that I like touched on but didn't bring up because I didn't actually go back through was the use of color. Mm. Emma Stone like wore a lot of blue throughout the movie, and then it like slowly changed to purple, I think. And by the end, I don't remember what color she was wearing, but there, I think there's something there. Yeah, I feel like a lot of there was like a lot of use of color to like like show character growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. I wasn't dissecting it that way, but I there's definitely very like intentional color choices both in like scene composition and I think with what they're they're wearing yeah. or at least at least how the lighting changes their face and stuff. I think I was looking for it most because that traffic scene at the beginning that is completely unbelievable that anyone would bust out into a musical sitting in traffic. They were also all wearing color. There was like nobody wearing a black t-shirt. There was nobody wearing like a white t-shirt. They were all in like red, yellow, blue. Yeah, we're not supposed to believe that's like real though. We're not. Are we supposed to believe that's like a real thing? Like, I, I don't. I don't know, know what, what like, happens in LA, man. Yeah, I don't, like I, 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 I like it's it's the same when they're floating. A BMX I, I kind of, biker on the top of the. Yeah, I, I, I took it. Also, as, like, there was the a there was a full band in the in back the of a truck. <laughs> that didn't have that, any like, windows or anything. Like those people would have died. I took that scene the same way I took the floating scene. It was like you know, kind of like fantastical you know not really happening but like you know people are sitting in traffic and that's what's going on in their head i thought they were really flying (laughs) yeah Uh, any other final thoughts no okay did it guys we solved a la la land I guess out of uh, let me see. Hold on. Hold 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 the phone here. Hold the old phone. We only have so so we have watched Moonlight. We have watched La La Land. Now we've watched Manchester by the Sea. We've watched Arrival. So we have Fences, Heller High Water, Hacksaw Ridge, Hidden Figures, and Lion Left. So we still have more than I thought. We have more than half left. Or we it's fucking amazing. No, yeah, we're we're less than half done. So we gotta we gotta at least at some point I feel like at least hit the halfway point and pick one more. I'm not gonna be able to do it right now because I don't want to pick any of those movies. I think out of these, the only one I would probably pick would be Hello High Water, right? Yeah, good pick. I, I, like I just based off of the name and the the picture there, I probably wouldn't pick that. Hidden figures I don't think would also pique my interest that's like about the nasa people right like isn't it like yeah. about scientists yeah. it's about women that were scientists for nasa but didn't get credit or something that's what it's about yeah yeah um it has good actresses in it like that cast looks good i mean the cast for i mean obviously fences is denzel and cam was on oh, recently whoa. and said that fences is actually really good how are you gonna fucking just snub viola davis like that damn oh just denzel how dare you? I mean, it's it. I mean, I didn't just say Denzel. I just said it's got Denzel. <laughs> You're like it only uh, has Denzel. There's no one else. I did not say it. it only has Denzel. It's, it's a one. It's a one man play. No, the cover literally says Denzel Viola. Well, uh, no, it's Denzel Voila. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Voila. It's all Denzel. Uh, I think she won too for best. She did. 
something. Did Denzel win? He didn't supporting win. actress. Denzel didn't win, though, right? No, because uh, fucking Casey Affleck won. Oh yeah, yeah Casey. I mean, honestly, I, I mean, I haven't seen Fences, but I, I find that Casey Affleck performance. Has Denzel started. ever won? Denzel's yeah, have to have won Oscars. Training Day and Glory. He won Best Supporting for Glory, and he won Best Actor for Training Day. Okay, fucking Training Day is such a good movie. Such Does a good Training movie. Day hold up? I haven't watched that oh, in a yeah. long time. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not that old. It's like you know, it's got like a great cast too. Everyone. I feel like that movie. movie's got to be at least. 15, it's like 20, 20 years, years old. Yeah. yeah. I think that's my like 2003. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure I was I very young when I watched movie that movie. 20 years ago, hold up a lot better than movies like in the 90s or like Schwarzenegger movies. And like, even though I still love all the Schwarzenegger movies, but like 90s movies just don't hold up the way they used to. And yet here we were about to watch fucking 200 ki- uh, cigarettes. <laughs> we were never going to watch that. What were we talking about? All right. Are we, are we wrapped up here? Are we like tight, tight and neat on La La Land? We're good. There we go. I guess so. Okay. All right. Uh, I think I, I think we talked longer about Shrek the Musical than we did La La Land. <laughs> I forgot we even watched that. Oh God. I didn't. I never will. <laughs> I will never forget. Great. Um, yeah, it's a movie. No, Rest it, actually, it, actually, it actually wasn't a movie. <laughs> yeah, it was a stage play. It, it, it was, yeah. We watched the production. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It was fine. I'm happy I watched it. I, I don't think I ever would have probably gone on my way to watch it. Actually, that's what I should look at real quick. The only reason what, I even... What Ryan Gosling movies have I not watched? Oh, dude, there's Most so many of them. good ones. Too, First Man. First Man's another Damien Chazelle movie, yeah. Um, Blade yeah, Runner 2049. Probably... I mean, okay, I've seen Barbie. Oh, I've seen La La Land. I've seen Drive. I have not seen Blade the... Runner. You've never seen... You've never seen Place Between the Pines, probably. I've seen The Notebook. I have not seen Place Between the Pines. I've seen Crazy Stupid Love. I've seen you've Nice seen Guys. I said Drive. I'm going in oh, release order. I think okay. maybe not. I don't know what the fuck's happening. No, here. that doesn't make any sense. Um, I've seen Blue Valentine. Which is another great movie. Remember the Titans. Uh. uh oh. I don't know if I ever watched that movie, or at least I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've really. Uh, great. The the big short's supposed to be good, no? I don't know. I guess. Yeah, so I've, I've never seen that. Either, yeah. it to me. I I have been meaning to watch it. Christian but... Bale, Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, Brad Pitt. It's a stats cast. Can I tell you right now what I did watch more than I cared to watch while I was on vacation last week? Because it was like the only thing worth that, that. The only thing I felt like keeping on in the hotel room. Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> like it's fucking whatever, but it's also like super entertaining, kind of good. Yeah, I thought oh, it's really good. It's a very, good, a great yeah. movie. Yeah, I think and I it just has like a good heist stack, movie. Has kind of a stack cast. Great stack cast. No, it it has a stack cast. Like not kind of is, a stack cast. It has a it, stack. Cast. Is that is that where fuck it I'm in comes from? Yes, because I don't think they actually say that in the movie. I I don't remember what other besides like the Brazilian or no the Italian job. Um, I don't know. I I I'm not gonna say I've watched a lot of heist films, but the few that I have seen do kind of fit that that general formula. And I do think they have that part where you know you go around recruiting people, and even they don't say "fuck it, I'm in," they basically say "fuck it, I'm in." Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I get it. I get it. Um, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Is is most in Ocean's Eleven? 
I no, think he was in Itali- Italian Job. Yeah, Italian, Italian Job sucked. I'm like, what? I like. I remember everyone like was like saying that movie was so good, and I remember I saw it, and I'm like, this movie's terrible. Um, that is the one where the chase scene at the end. They were all in PT cruises, right? Yes. Yeah. And Edward Norton came out and said the movie sucked, but like it ended oh, up. Oh yeah, Edward Norton was in a helicopter at the end, right? Yes. Yeah, he, yeah. he was the bad guy. Yes. Yeah, he, he was, was the bad guy. guy. And I think uh, Jason Statham was there, Jason right? Jason Statham, Statham was a good guy, which is was a good guy, which is weird. It's not, it's so not weird. weird. I think he's normally he's always a good guy for most. Part. He's normally the protagonist of some way. I, I, I just would, felt like I, I felt like it was weird having an ensemble cast and having Jason Statham be a good guy. I think. Wait, this what do you mean? Was... Are you saying that Jason Statham is not a good guy? I feel like he's always a good guy. No, I just like in an ensemble cast. I feel like he would work better as a bad guy. I don't know. I mean, that's why you have your uh, Furious 7. Yeah. But after that, he's part of the team. He yeah. gets and he's like, yeah. Out. And he has a buddy cop movie. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, Seth Green was there. Seth Green. Yep. That's all I got. Charlie oh, Sam. oh. Um, who was who was the explosives guy for o- the Oceans team? Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was he like British? Is Don Cheadle not British in real life? This might be a dumb question. I don't even know if he's like. I don't think I've ever heard of him being interviewed. I don't believe so. He's a squirrel. So. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like I've seen him in interviews. And I'm pretty sure he's American. Yeah, now I'm thinking about. It. Yeah. Got it. That was right. also the one where they had the like ballerina, right? Uh, I can't remember now. I'm the, uh, actually, hold on a second. I think yeah, I James James Pan's son was in it. He was definitely one of the guys in it. Uh, I think I'm thinking about the second one where there was a guy that was breaking into a place and like they had like the lasers and he was yeah, kind of they had the dancing around. Yeah, it was like a. I thought he had I think a ballerina. He, I think he was. I think he was the antagonist. If I'm remembering right, I think he, that guy that did it was like. The right, guy they, gonna, they had now, like the. I gotta do research on Ocean's Eleven. Oh, this in particular, I think I'm thinking about Ocean's Twelve. Yeah, I'm looking at Ocean's Twelve right now. Okay. Was that Ocean the one 13. that had? Okay, it was um, Ocean Thirteen. Was that oh, the yeah, one that so, had? So they had. Uh, he wasn't a ballerina. He was an acrobat. Yeah. That, that, Wait, that so, guy on the team from the first movie. Steven oh, Soderbergh okay. directed all those ocean movies? That all makes sense. All of them? Yeah, even the third one. Really? Yeah. Even Ocean's 8? I don't know about that one. Okay, before we go on a terrible tangent and make this a two-hour episode talking about we fucking are. the Ocean's movies. We've mm-hmm. already talked about it far too much. We're gonna mm-hmm. outro the show, and then I'm gonna reveal my movie pick, and then we're gonna mm-hmm. play the movie game. And then mm-hmm. we're gonna fucking end the show. Wrap it up, big. So of course, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode three eighty five of the Past Controller Podcast. We appreciate you, of course. If you want to help us out, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to share us on social media, follow us on social media, and subscribe to the show on your platform of choice. Uh, YouTube podcast feeds on Apple Music, Spy. Spotify, wherever you listen to the show, throw us a follow over on there. And take a moment, 
leave us a five-star review. That is very, very helpful, very beneficial. If you listen to the show only, as a reminder, we do record the show live every week on twitch.tv slash controller, and you can watch the video on demand after on our YouTube channel. Just search Pass the Controller Podcast. It'll pop up. There are plenty of other things on our YouTube channel, like cocktail videos, video game-themed cocktails, other streams, other uh, you know gaming-related content we do over on there. Of course, on our Twitch channel, we also do uh, other gaming-related streams. If you have a few bucks want to help supporters, you can do that by subscribing to us at twitch.tv slash passcontroller, becoming a patron at patreon.com slash passthecontroller, or going to passthecontroller.threadless.com and getting some swag. Uh, we appreciate any way you interact with us in any way that you help support us, but uh, leaving us a five-star review is that big thing that will help us a lot. That being said, here is my question to the group here. I have a movie I want to pick, but it is a long film, which I feel like... Is it subtitles? Yes or no? Yes. And it's long? long, Subtitled movie? Yeah. (laughs) I wanted wanted to pick this last year. Is it Drive My Car? It is Drive My Car. I want to pick that movie. It is three hours long. Oof. Like two, two, close to three hours long. And I believe it is all subtitles. Well, I can't read, so... I want to watch this movie, and I've wanted to watch it for a while, but I understand asking the group to watch a three-hour subtitle movie is not, like, something you can just throw on and, you know, you have to sit down and commit to that. So if that's, like, you know... And remember this moment when you go to pick your movies. Fuckers. So I'm assuming that, like, how are we feeling about this? Are we cool with that pick? If not, I have another suggestion. If you pick I mean, that movie, I mean, it is my pick. It's on HBO. If you pick that movie. I'm picking Gone. I'm picking Gone with the Wind, which is three hours and fifty six minutes. So just throwing that I mean, out there. do you oh, want to watch that movie? No, not at all. But now that you're making me watch the three hour subtitles, you're watching fucking Gone with the Wind. I mean, listen, there have been multiple months where we've watched two movies. This is essentially. Like I, I don't mind. I don't mind subtitles movies as long as there's like some action, like Crouching Tiger. Is there action in this movie? Do you know? I I don't. I have no idea. I don't. I, I just know the. I know the overall plot of the film. I'm gonna pick the Ten Commandments. It's three hours and forty minutes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that is my pick. I can pick it. Ten I'm Commandments. Just, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be a, a. I'm gonna a, pick Nymphomaniac parts one and two. Wait, if you're doing this, I'm changing that pick. I said we're doing fucking Blade Runner and then Blade Runner 2049. It has to be. <laughs> Has to be done. I really want you guys to see Blade Runner. I don't even care if you see the first one. I really want you guys to watch the second. If you ever yeah, so I've why, seen the second why make one. why make us? I've watch seen them both. Like, what am I talking about? Because I, I feel like you have to kind of watch the first one. Not kind of. You kind of really do. How do we feel about this? Listen, I'll, it's your pick. It's your pick. It's your pick. If you want to do it, we'll do it. This is I'll the just, line. I'll, I'm dancing I'll just read some spark notes. It's fine. This is the line I'm dancing on, Todd. I fight, I watch all your fucking shitty picks. All right. I pick one fucking Oscar nominated movie and you're you can't do it come on actually i might have won an oscar no. anyways you picked my the C. My, we watched that my, what well you made it sound like you've you picked no, I'm, one i'm just on. saying it's i'm saying it's not like i'm picking some like random subtitled movie that you know like it, it is like a supposed to be a very good movie um i'm i'm basically sitting between that or going back to my initial plan for this year which was not fully executed, which was I was going to pick movies based 
in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we did that, I feel like the, the Pixar... good son. Huh? <laughs> you haven't seen the good son? This film, no. like Beverly. Why would I pick that? Because uh, Macaulay Culkin, dude. I feel like they're the picks that I would choose from because there are movies I haven't seen. I feel like you've all seen them. Shutter Island and Mystic River. I feel like everyone's seen those. I've seen Shutter Island. I've not seen Mystic River. I've seen both. And I'm assuming Todd has seen both. So I don't want to pick those. And then obviously like The Departed, I'm sure we've all seen. I've even seen The I've Departed. Never, I've never seen The Departed, so I'd love to actually watch that. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe fuck your mother. I fucking love that movie. Um, so then the other option would be a 2017 drama called Stronger. I know that. Is Jake, like Jake Gyllenhaal and Tatiana Maslany. I'm so confused about that movie. That movie, like, got was really well received, and like, it was in the movie. It barely made it into the theaters. I don't understand what happened with that. It's based on the guy who like had his legs blown off, right? Yes. And, um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm so confused by that movie. Like, it got like it. It like just disappeared. I don't understand what happened with it. Oh, so that, whatever you want. that, that would be the that would be the the other Boston pick because I don't think any of us have seen that movie. I have not. Nope. But I don't care. It's your pick. So all right, yeah. we're watching Drive My Car. Lock it in. Drive My Car. All right, lock in. Make, fucking. We just make sure it's still Blade on Runner, HBO. If it's something we have to buy, I don't want to make people buy it. Hold on. Drive My Car. Stream. Hope you guys all have oh, HBO Max because we'll be watching Zack Snyder's Just Asleep. Oh, let's <laughs> go. Let's yes, go. let's go. <laughs> Uh, it's on Prime Video. Hold on. It, it says it, Prime Video's premium subscription, which means that you would so you have, have to pay to, like, for it. Yeah. All right. Well, then hold on. I I I want to make sure. No, it's, it's, on, it's on Max. It's on Max. Is it? Are you sure? Are you looking it up yeah, right now? Yeah. I just picked it. It's. It, I can click on it and watch it right now if I wanted to. Okay. That's what I I thought it was on. HBO. Yeah. It's I on Max. To watch it before. And then I'm I, skipping. I'm I'm going right to the end to see what happens at the end right now. Oh, no way. <laughs> he drives his car off a cliff? Are you kidding me? It's, oh, that's why it's called Drive My Car. Oh. Clever. Very clever. Okay, yeah, it, it is on there. Uh, unless you guys want to pay for another movie. What? Past on. Lives? Past Lives. I already know the ending for that. I mean, if we want to get it onto the server... Does that work for everyone? Because I'll, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know how that works on your end, Mike. Uh, it's it's easy and difficult at the same. So time. so, past lives is twenty dollars right now. Yeah, I, I, on, I don't want to make on, everyone spend twenty dollars on September nineteenth. It goes either to streaming and or rent. So if you could like rent it for three ninety nine. Probably, probably. I'm saying September 19th. So if we, I mean, we'd have to wait a little bit, but I usually watch the movie the last week, anyways. But dude, just pick whatever. Pick fucking Drive My Car, Past Lives, fucking True. Oh, True Lies. Didn't you say True Lies? True Lies. That's what we're watching. James, James, no, we James can go Cameron. through Jen's list. We can do. We can do Sliding Doors. We can do Heart and Souls with Robert Downey Jr. It's your pick. Just pick a movie. Yes, it's your pick. We could do. Uh, Stop! Don't ask us because we're gonna say no to everything. Fierce just Creatures. What is Fierce Creatures? Um, it's a sequel. Yeah, it's oh, a sequel that, to a fish called there, Wanda. There's that other movie that she said, The Cell? 
Yes, pick that. Please. Okay. I I just wanted to be sure that you weren't being serious. If you want, that's I'm, Mark I Wahlberg film, right? It's no. Gen- Jennifer Lopez. Oh no, Vince Vaughn too. It's uh, uh it's Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio is right? like, yes, it's oh, one of Vincent D'Onofrio's with... like yeah. best performances. So. I'm reading the. I don't want to watch that movie. It's, Wait, it's, have we uh, all seen Punch Drunk Love? I haven't. Oh, no. no. I thought you love that movie, Todd. I do. <laughs> have Mike and Dom seen Punch Rug Love? I have. There's no reason in asking Todd if he's seen a movie because he's just going to say no to whatever movie he wants to watch. Honestly, that movie made me like Adam Sandler again. All right. Punch Rug I, Love. I apologize. I'm making you watch a three hour movie where I don't watch Drive My Car. Oh, wait. I thought you were going to be like, oh, okay, we're doing Punch Rug Love. All right. No, you've all seen it. I'm, I, mm-hmm. Mike and Baby, Dom just said they both just saw it. Am I losing my mind? Did you not just say you saw it, Dom? No, I've never seen it. Wait, Mike, I don't you know if you're it? telling the truth. Fuck, <laughs> fucking liar. Oh, what about uh? Hold on, hold on. Wait a second. Did anyone? Did anyone watch fucking that new fucking Tom Hanks movie? Fucking Wes Anderson movie? Asteroid City. Yes. City? Yeah. I've not I watched it. Yet. Not. I started the beginning, but I have not watched it. It's on streaming, right? Yeah. It's yes, on it's Peacock. on Peacock. Is it supposed to be good? I mean, What's it? I heard bad things. I've heard bad things about it. I heard it's like his worst movie. But I mean, oh, really? What's the best Wes yeah. Anderson movie? Uh, I mean, you've already seen watched. them. You've all seen you've them. Are, you've already. I've seen. Yeah, it's so subjective. Yeah, actually, I haven't seen Fantastic Mr. Fox. And I, I was just gonna say I haven't either, and I heard that's that's, that's, that's supposed to be his <laughs> Wait, have <laughs> you not seen it? No, I have not seen Fantastic Mr. Fox. Have you? Have you seen it, Mike? No. Everyone says oh, that. Pick what you want. Stop. You don't hold have on, to like hold, cater to it. No, because yeah. you guys, you guys don't want to watch Drive My Car. I don't care. I, I, I don't. I mean, I'm interested Listen, in watching. There's it. a lot of movies that we've picked that I didn't want to watch. I did it, it anyway. Just, I'm a team it's just player. Tough to watch subtitles because I can't read that well. The fuck up, bud. I'm, I'm an English major. <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox is on HBO. Everyone swears it is by that length. It's now hour and 26 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird that like I've never watched it because yeah, I swear. Heard, I, I, I have literally heard no, people it's say like, that it's his. It's, if you ask people what their top three Wes Anderson movie is, that movie's usually in their top three, which is weird to me. I don't think I'd, I mean, who knows? I haven't seen it, so I can't say I'd put it in there. But well, if this all hinges on, I just texted Jen. If she hasn't seen Fantastic Mr. Fox, I'll pick that. Okay, she hasn't seen it. There we go. Sorry for the for the hassle, but let's watch the Fantastic. I'm gonna still watch Drive My Car on my own because I want to watch that movie, and I feel like oh, we're doing a double feature. Yeah, we went from three. We watched a five hour fucking engagement. Let's go. We're giving Brendan five hours. Uh, okay. So we're watching Fantastic Mr. Fox. If I'm looking at this correct, it should be on HBO. I, I don't know if it's on anything else, but it's there. Um, cool. All right. I'll watch Drive My Car in my own time, and whenever I watch it, I will talk about it on the show. So the pick okay. is Fantastic, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox okay. Yes, correct. Fantastic Mr. Fox. If that is not clear for the listeners out there, one more time. We're watching Fantastic Mr. Fox for September, um, and that will be the thing. Okay, movie game. We pull up the scoreboard. Is Fantastic is- Mr. Fox based on Roald Dahl, or is it like something yes. else? Or is it, like, it is, okay. If you are new to the show or if this is your first time listening, 
we play a game every episode at the end, and we keep track of that scoreboard for the whole year. Normally, we will play something video game related, but because it's a movie episode for the movie club, we always switch to a movie game. The scoreboard for the year so far. Dom is in first with 37. Todd in second with 35. Mike in third with 28. We got a bunch of guest points, but no guests tonight, so we don't need to go over the guest board. The way we play the movie game. I already forget what we call it. Uh, I forgot I, that we changed it. We did? Oh, if we changed it, I definitely didn't. We're not no, here. To the... Go, keep going. The 20 I, questions one? Yeah. No, we're not doing that one. Oh, okay. I mean... That's what I was referring it, to. That one, I have to figure out how to fine-tune that more so it doesn't take so long. I, I like that one, but it's it doesn't work in its current format. So we're going to go back to the previous of... Is it just I reveal information slowly until someone gets it? Yeah. That, that was the name of it? That's the name no, of it? I just I, reveal information slowly until someone gets it? I just reveal. Yeah, that's the name. Like, it rolls off the tongue. Is that how we used to play before? I don't know why I can't think of anything right now. Is yeah, that concussion. How, yeah, 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 I'm concussed. That's how it worked previously? It wasn't asking questions, right? It was just answers? It was, yeah, you just give me okay. information. Okay. So... Let me pull up the list here that we have. Ba, 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 ba. Okay. Movie number one. This 2006 PG-13 film clocks in at two hours and ten minutes. Good thing this isn't Ocean's Eleven. It's Brendan's Eleven options for his picks. Listen, I just I'm working a note live. You know, I want I engage with my with my with my co-hosts here. Todd fucking rolls in with a Twitter poll, and Mike is always a week late, and then decides, let me look at my list of movies I want to watch that I haven't picked. All right, we're gonna watch fucking Mission Impossible Seven. Hey, it works. I'm expecting a big pick from Dom for Halloween. 2006, PG-13, two hours and ten minutes long. This film has 93 nominations with 67 wins, including two Oscar wins. 2006. What was I doing in 2006? That's what, that's what you always get Tomatoes do. gives this film a tomato meter of 79 and an audience score of 71. How many films? It, it's a two-time Oscar winner? Yes. Yeah. 79 and 71? Yes. performance-based. Rotten Tomatoes says, you might also like Across the Universe. I am Sam. Chicago, Walk the Line, and Away From Her. I don't think that that one ever helps. I just love to read it because it's it's like a, always a ridiculous fucking smattering of movies. It's 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 not Les Mis, right? That's too that's too early. It was that it's came out way later. Yeah. Is it, it Moulin Rouge? Yes. Oh, I, I wouldn't guess that. I think this I thought that was film's fun. budget is not listed on Box Office Mojo, but it grossed worldwide 155.4 mil. 
Can you read the movies similar again? Across the universe, I am okay, Sam. Never mind. Continue. <laughs> I, just, yeah, I was just across, across sure the universe, and I am Sam. I was just making to... sure you said across oh. the universe. Yeah. Okay. Oh, to make sure that wasn't your guess. Yeah. You may recognize. Hmm. Two thousand six. Hmm. You may recognize at least one actor from the MCU. You know what? I think we got to stop saying the MCU because MCU is dead at this point. So we got to figure out something. <laughs> you may recognize at least one actor from the MCU in the post Endgame MCU. Oh, a I'll even go as far to say cinematic, so not Disney Plus show. Okay, okay. Oh, fuck. No. The lead actor in this role has been nominated 97 times, including 60 wins and one Oscar win. If IMDb will load, I'll tell you what for. In 2005, the lead actor, so for a different movie, won Best Performance by an actor in a leading role. The lead actor in both films? Or just the one that they were nominated lead actor for? Were they the lead actor in the movie that you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Is, Is the movie Castaway? No, no. Castaway came in like 2000. So I, I'm like Tom Hanks. I am IMDb lists the lead actor as the lead actor on one page and then on the other page as the second build actor. So take that information for what you will. Okay. Mm-hmm. PG 13. Yeah, PG 13 always is what fucks with me. EG thirteen two thousand six. Is it? You I may. Definitely wasn't one. You may. The the, again back and forth. The lead actress or potentially second build actress, has been nominated three hundred and thirty six times, including one hundred and fifty five wins. Okay, so it's Meryl Streep probably, including one Oscar nominee. Uh, one Oscar nomination. It's not Meryl Streep. Yeah. Uh, is it is the movie as good as it gets? No. Is the movie Chicago? No. Chicago is one of the you might like this films. Okay. See that I'm, I'm on yeah. the right track. Is it? I, but he said I am Sam, so I'm like, is it is it definitely a musical? You know, like the third build actor. I am Sam had a lot of music in it. The third yeah, build actor. Beatles music. <laughs> has 103 nominations, 44 wins, and one Oscar nomination. This is a... Some may say a stacked cast, Mike. Yeah. 2006. I feel like I wasn't watching many PG-13 movies back in 2006. The third build actor's one Oscar nomination is for this film. The third build? Third build. 
And you said this film won too, right? Performance by an actor in a supporting role. Uh, yes, this this movie won two Oscars. Is it it's gonna be like set design and shit and fucking? Oh, what was it? Is it Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Nope. I guess that would have been before. Oh, that's, that's our though. I think I, that's our. Yeah, no, I'm just. Yeah. I'm I'm at I'm at the point where I'm trying to think of stacked casts that like are also like music inclined. Well, I'm gonna go ahead. Can I go uh, Ocean's Twelve? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Ocean's Twelve. Uh, so this, I, I'm very confused by this. This movie was nominated eight times for Oscars, and it has a ninth nomination in 2022. I don't know what the fuck that is, but I it was nominated yeah. in 2022 for an Oscars cheer moment. I don't know what the fuck that means. Oh, they might have just I think they've they've been like giving random Oscars out for like to like random things recently, like the last couple years. Is it like a, is that like a fan voted thing or something? It's it's like something they do behind scenes. They don't like do it during okay. the show or anything. It's like so yeah. it was it had an uh, let's see. It won for a best performance by an actress in a supporting role. It won for best achievement in sound mixing. The others are all just nominees for best actress. You said right. It won best performance by an actress in a supporting role. Let's see here. PG thirteen fucking messes. The so other bad. actresses nominated that year were Adriana Barraza for Babel. Rinko Kikuchi for Babel, Abigail Breslin for Little Miss Sunshine, and Kate Blanchett for Notes on a Scandal. Never seen that No, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm thinking right now Julia Roberts, but like Aaron Brockovitz was not our, but is it it's not Aaron Brockovitz, right? No. So the third yeah. build actor was nominated for Best Actor in a Supporting Role and lost to Alan Arkin for Little Miss Sunshine, was also up against Mark Wahlberg for The Departed, uh, Jamon Honsu for Blood Diamond, and Alec Baldwin, maybe? Jackie Earl yeah. Haley for Little Children. Hmm. Oh, it's Hotel Rwanda, which was rated R, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, definitely rated R. Is, is Jamon Honsu, is that the guy from Guardians? Yeah, 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 he's been he's been around forever. He's in a ton of shit. Let's see here. What that's other that's things that's can that's I that's say? Uh, let me see if that's too revealing. Is it hairspray? Incorrect. Ooh, good guess. Good guess. Let me see what uh, you may recognize this director for films such as Chicago. He was a writer, not a director, but that's what he's known for, according to IMDb. Uh, Directed Gods and Monsters and directed Kinsey and obviously directed this film. This film being... (laughs) He also directed Beauty and the Beast. It looks, I'm assuming, the live action, 2017. Uh, Directed The Good Liar. Directed Mr. Holmes. What, What musical are we missing right now? Who said it's a musical? Did I ever say what genre it was? I don't know if it's like...
I mean, it's musical. I just, I never said that before. <laughs> <laughs> Best. I, you weren't going to change my mind. I was still going to keep. Yeah, going. right. Yeah. Best fucking Let's actress. See. 2006. Best actress. You may recognize. Uh, a lethal weapon actor from this movie. Joe Pesci. Uh, I believe this actor was also in the. What was Joe Pesci's album called? Oh, I forget. It's so good, know. though. It's so good. I believe this actor was also in another movie that Jen made Mike watch two weeks ago. What movie, Mike? Uh, I'm trying to find oh. the name of it. Uh, God, good luck, or the one where Martin Short just has really bad luck, and they're trying to find somebody's daughter, but well, Martin Short. Oh, pure luck. Pure who's luck. The, oh, yeah, who's the least eleven actor? Uh, Donnie uh, Glover. Oh, Donnie Glover. Danny, uh, Danny, Danny. It's pure luck. Pure luck. Remember when when he gets stung by the bees? I just remember his face being just like. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna make you guys watch Stewart. I think what is it called? It's a it's a Martin Short movie. He plays like a kid. It's Clifford. No, Clifford. Make you no. guys. But... Stewart is. Stewart is the uh, Mad TV guy. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of the same character in some ways. Wait, okay. so Donald Glover's in this movie? You'd say Danny. Yes. No, Danny Glover isn't. Yes, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. Wait, Danny Glover is one of the top build actors. I mean, outside of the top three, according to top cast, he is the listed as. Oh, it's the Royal Tenenbaums. The fourth. I was thinking that, so I'm not gonna lie. Even though it's Iron, I was like, ah, it's, it's Iron is not musical, and none of the other things check out. But I wanted to bring it up. What the fuck was that? You may, you may recognize the third build actor from such films as Freck. And coming to America, and the Nutty Professor, and this film. Oh, it's Soul Plane. Incorrect. Is it? Oh, I'm surprised this is like a Devil Horns. I thought this was. Yeah, I feel like with what you the info you just gave us, it should come right to my head. But the the is it again? It it keeps flipping back and forth between being top build and second build. These so the second build also sometimes top build. You may know oh, them from I know such this. movies. I know what movie you're as, talking about, and I don't know the name of the movie though. I know you may what know them from that. such movies as Collateral, or Django Unchained, or I'll, I'll give Ray. a help. I'll give a help. Oh, it is not right. I'll give a help. I'll give help. Uh, what's his name? Nutty Professor guy. Eddie Murphy. He was nominated for this movie, an Oscar, I believe. He was. That was the that was the other that was the Oscar well, one of the Oscar noms. The Oscar win. Well, I don't know I the name have of the not revealed that person. Oh, I know who that is too. But I but, but yeah, it's hmm. I don't know the name of the movie. The top build actress that sometimes switches to the second build, you may know from such things as The Lion King or Obsessed. Or Austin yeah, Powers, you guys like remember? Okay, is it Dreamgirls? So it is indeed Dreamgirls. Yes, Mike yeah, there you go. That's the movie. Okay. It's Dreamgirls. And, and, Jennifer, Hudson. Hudson. and yep. Jennifer Hudson yeah. isn't one of the top build listed below was, Don, Danny Glover. That, that was her first That's big role. I didn't guess Dreamgirls when you said. It, it goes in Jamie order Fox. of. It lists Beyonce, Jamie Foxx, Eddie Murphy on like the main page. And then you click on cast. It switches Beyonce and Jamie Foxx for putting Jamie first and Beyonce second but keeps Eddie there. And then it goes 
Eddie, Danny Glover, Jennifer Hudson. I am so uh, confused. Jennifer Hudson was that was like her first movie though. Like she became like remember. like that was it. She like, won the she Oscar like, for the movie. Oh, I know, she but won like, the Oscar yeah. for the movie. Uh, I never seen that movie. Neither have I. I kind of forgot it existed. I couldn't. Even, I couldn't remember the name though. The I, second I, you like, I did. I wasn't expecting necessarily for anyone to have seen it, but I was expecting it to be an easy or like movie to reference. I feel like it's like I didn't even know Beyonce. It, by no movie. means like a movie that's. Like, I forgot Eddie Murphy was in it. I for, as a matter of I fact, I didn't know Eddie Murphy was in it. <laughs> no, because I remember okay. him being like that, being like him being nominated. I was like, "Fuck yeah, all right, good." Because Eddie Murphy's career was always dying at that point. Yeah, that haunted mansion didn't help him. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, "He was so good in that." I don't. We don't want to cast him in anything else. We don't want to ruin the. <laughs> all right, Mike gets the point. Movie number two. Mm-hmm. You may no. This 2007 rated R film 2007, clocks yeah. in at an hour and 56 minutes. I don't know. Hmm. At least on the first main page here, I think I can say there are no MCU actors in this movie. (gasps) I have too many tabs open. Let me clear this out because this is getting ridiculous. Okay. You may recognize an actor from this movie um, from their 89 nominations, including 44 wins and three Oscar nominations. No wins. This is just uh, an actor in the film, not a top build actor. Yeah. They have three Oscar noms, no wins. I'm pulling them up right now. Not three noms for the movie. Three noms Correct. in their career. Okay. Correct. Yes. You, they have uh, two 2021 nominees for uh, best performance by an actor in a supporting role and best adapted screenplay. And then a 2007 nominee for best writing adapted screenplay. You may know the third build actor from such roles as, or such movies as, this film. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Ben and Tice. Die Hard. I don't know why I said Die Hard that way. (laughs) No, I said Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, not Men and Tights. And Galaxy Quest. Okay. Okay, I know who the actor is. I know who the actor is. I knew who the actor was after the first, the second one. So, yes, I know who the actor is. What was the first movie he said? Before uh, that? Ro- Robin Hood. Robin Hood Prince oh, of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, so do you all Alan. know who the actor is? Yeah, yeah Alan Rickman. Um, there you go. There's Alan Rickman. Third build actor. 2007, rated R. Uh, let's see. Why can't I find... I am Alan Rickman. Let's see. Rotten Tomatoes. Is it Dogma? Incorrect. Has this film at 86% tomato and 81 audience. You might also like... I thought I was going to get it with Dogma right there. According to Rotten Tomatoes, you might also like 310 to Yuma, Letters from Iwo Jima, Borat, 
Pan's Labyrinth, and Twist of Faith. Again, I don't think this is helpful. I just think it's funny every time. The last now, dogma makes, now Dogma makes way more sense. What was um, the last? No, no, no. The last pick. Like, yeah. The last oh, yeah. movie, it made sense. Yeah, you, 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 could, you could pull the musical through line, yeah. yeah. Uh, have all of you seen Pan's Labyrinth, by the way? Because that yeah. was going to potentially be a pick. I never finished it. I think I started. Subtitles, though. We don't do subtitles, remember. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do a subtitle movie. I'm going to pick some weird anime shit. I'm going to pick. Uh, so I actually watched a subtitle movie recently that I loved, and I can't remember what the fuck it was. What was the Mel Gibson movie? Apocalypto. Uh, the this, movie was incredible. I know this it was good. film had a budget of $50 million and. Had a worldwide gross of 153 million. Okay. So it's okay. This, this movie has 77 nominations, including 34 wins and one Oscar win. It's not Unforgiven, is it? Incorrect. That the uh, Clint Eastwood movie? Yeah. Is it Open Range? Incorrect. Is it home on the range? Incorrect. <laughs> this movie was nominated for three Oscars. Uh, I'm sorry. It was nominated well, nominated three times, won once. Uh, it was nominated was for... Rickman one of the ones that was nominated? I'm, I'm sorry to jump ahead if you hadn't already said that. I don't think you said it. Uh, for this, one of the for this movie, no. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's well, what I, I, didn't look at Alan, yes. I didn't look at Alan Rickman's nominations. That's not who I said previously, though. Okay. But no, he has an, a primetime Emmy. Okay. Um, it was nominated for Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role. It won Best Achievement in Art Direction, and it was also nominated for Best Achievement in Costume Design. Uh, so the lead actor of this film, lost to Daniel Day-Lewis for There Will Be Blood, was also up against George Clooney for Michael Clayton, Tommy Lee Jones in The Valley of Ela. Hey, and wait, that Viggo same Mortensen, year? Yes, and Viggo Mortensen for Eastern Promises. I thought, I thought he won for Michael Clayton. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis won for There Will Be Blood, according yeah. to IMDb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of who was up against Daniel Day-Lewis. What was the thing I about... literally just told you. Yeah, <laughs> What was the thing about I mean, 2007 to 2021? Yeah, he listened to them all. Yeah, I'm sorry, Don. What a while ago you had brought up that somebody was nominated in 2007 and then in 2021. Was that the director? No, that was just another actor in this film. Okay, it's an actor. Okay, okay. Yes, according to the listing of their names, he would be the fifth person listed here. Okay, I kept okay. I kept thinking that you had said that for the lead actor, that's why I was confused. You may notice, you may know the second build actress from their 170 I'm sorry 107 nominations 46 wins and two Oscar nominations you may know them from such films as this one uh, Les Miserables The King's Speech and Fight Club uh, I can't tie her and Rickman together though is it you do not need to give is me the Alice full title. Is it Alice in Wonderland? Incorrect. You do not need to give me the full title of this movie. Is it... I don't remember what the second one was called. Through the Alice in Wonderland was like... 
And those were like twenty. Those were way. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. Those were way, those were way later is, too. Though, I think. Yeah. I think oh, those were like is it? Is it? Is it Sweeney Todd? Sweeney Todd. Todd snuck it in first. It is Sweeney <laughs> Todd, the Demon Barber. Demon Barber. Demon Barber. Is that what? The it Demon is? Barber. Demon Barber. Fleet Street. Yeah. I again, I thought this one was not gonna be. That one was, we got that one. That hard. I've never seen it. You did not get that quick. I we saw that through a lot of information. Uh, to get that. Oh, Borat. That's why you said Borat. Borat. He's in it. Well, I mean, that's what I'm assuming why Rotten Tomatoes listed it. But the other yeah. actor that I said was was Sasha Baron Cohen, the one yeah. that was had the other Oscar noms. Um. Okay. We will move on to the final film. Like that, I'm dumb. I I got that out. It was very Two very seconds. close. <laughs> very close. Like, like milliseconds apart movie number three you may know this 2018 rated r film that clocks in at two hours and 16 minutes is it rocket man incorrect is it, it has <laughs> uh go ahead and say it bohemian rhapsody incorrect it has 281 nominations 95 wins, including Is it yesterday. Incorrect, including one Oscar win. If yesterday has an Oscar win, I'm going to be so sad. <laughs> I'll wake it up after. I love how you hate that movie. Did Jen hate it just, too? Yeah, I mean, Jen's a big Beatles person, and like, yeah, I, I, um, let's see. It was nominated one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight times with one win. It was nominated for Best Achievement in Cinematography. It was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. It was nominated for Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role. Best Performance by an Actress in a Leading Role. Best Performance by an Actor in a Leading Role. Best Motion Picture of the Year. Best Achievement in Sound Mixing. And it won for Best Achievement in Music Written for Motion Pictures. Was it all the Oscars that won? It only won... The last one I read. The rest yeah. were all nominations. This would be super easy. Oh, whoops. Fuck. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> why, why is... What are you even saying, Todd? Did you give us a... Uh, Ernest rating? goes to jail. Yeah, it's our... It is R. Yeah. Yes, it is R. On Rotten Tomatoes, this has a tomato meter of 90% and an audience score of 80%. And according to Rotten Tomatoes, you might also like The Danish Girl. Ooh. Room, Before Midnight, Rocket Man, and Richard Jewell. Richard Jewell. Oh, the one about that, the. Is that a Clint Eastwood movie? Yeah, it includes, yeah. yeah. That's not cool. I haven't seen that's the one with uh, Stingray, right? Is he? Is he? Oh, is he in that? I think he was Richard Jewell, wasn't he? That's oh, the one really? So the he's had, like... That, that, like got falsely arrested. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah the, they blamed him. For, yeah. Uh... yeah, I'm pretty sure that was Stingray. So he's been getting like some fucking decent roles for a while now. That's kind of wild. This movie had a budget of 36 million and took in a worldwide gross of 436 million. Whoa! Wow, good for them. So yeah, this is a movie we all should know. We just need the right piece of info. And we'll fucking... This movie 
was written and directed by uh-huh. the second build actor. Hmm. Is it uh I know what it is. Uh 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 why can I not I can't think of the fucking name of it. You may know the third build <laughs> actor. Stop saying information because I know the movie. No, give me information. Yeah. I, I, I want to see Dom get this. I want him to. I want to get the half court. You may know this. Why can I not think of third the build name of the movie? actor from such films as Hulk, The Hero, Roadhouse, what and this movie. Fucking movie. Oh, it's, so it's Patrick Swayze. So. We're talking about Roadhouse remake. Is, is Hulk? Hulk is Hulk not is the one MCU, with Eric right? Bana. It's not MCU. That's the one with okay. Eric Bana right. and. Um... I was thinking of the uh, Eric Bana. That's what I was thinking yeah. of. Hulk. A Star Is Born. It is indeed a Star Is Born. Jesus Christ! And that's a three-point yeah. split for the week. I, I couldn't have even thought. I like that. That should have clicked right away. As soon it was. As soon as I knew that it was the actor, and the actor had also Director. directed. Yeah. Yeah. That leaves the week. At the same place it was before, with Dom at 38, Todd at 36, and Mike at 29. We Wait, right, did Dom get the first one? No, it was a split. Sweeney Todd, yeah. Mike got one. Okay, yeah, Mike got the first one. Yeah. Okay, okay. That'll do it for this week's episode, episode 385. We appreciate you. Thank you for hanging out. Make sure to watch Fantastic Mr. Fox for our PTC Movie Club for September. Make sure to check out uh, that Axe of the Blood God episode this week. And... We will see you next time.